Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by those stupid little earbuds that fall out of your ears all the time. Instead, it's sponsored by Sleep Phones the world's most comfortable headphones for sleeping, traveling, or listening to your favorite podcast, us. Sleep phones are a podcast listener's dream. They're super thin. They're super high quality audio speakers that are hidden neatly into a super comfy and pretty cute headband. Sleep phones come in Bluetooth, wireless, or corded and tons of different fabrics. So you really just have to try them. They are so comfortable. I can't even tell you, you just have to try them. And shocker, Thinking Sideways listeners can save $5 off of any Sleep Phone product at sleepphones.com just by entering the promo code SIDEWAYS at checkout. So that's sleepphones.com with the promo code SIDEWAYS and you save 5 bucks. Check them out. Thinking Sideways. I don't care. Abroad the aliens. You must unlearn what you have learned. I don't know. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm your host this week, joined as always by Steve and Devin. And, and what's your uh, name? What's your name? Oh, I'm Joe. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. Did I not say my name? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, I'm Joe. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, what are we going to talk about this week? Did we have any script for this week? I don't know. You were the boss of it, man. Uh, okay. Well, here, I've got one here. This is from the bottom of my suitcase. Uh, this is the death of, uh, of Hugues de la Plaza. And that's spelled, just so you know, it's H-U-G-U-E-S. That's a French one. One of those French words. It's our French name, but it's pronounced Hugues uh, mm. de la Plaza. Uh, and uh, he was killed in San Francisco in June 2007, so almost he 10 years ago. He died in San Francisco. Yeah, he died. I guess I should say he died. Uh, 
First of all, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to our listener, Andrew, uh, who suggested this mystery and who probably is a killer also, but yeah. you know, yeah. try, just trying to keep it alive. This is a cry for attention mm-hmm. to get I caught. Think, I think yeah. so, Andrew. You're not fooling us, but mm-hmm. thanks anyway. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully he didn't kill him just for just to create a mystery for us. But this is before we started recording. So yeah, we're safe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's one of the reasons we have that five-year rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, so some quick, very quick biographical stuff on Hugues de la Plaza. He was French, but he had dual French-American citizenship. Uh, his parents still live in France. As far as I know, they're still alive today. And by the way, they, they would still like to know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Because he did have a strange, mysterious death. And there are some really big unanswered questions. Uh, last I heard, they put up a $100,000 reward for any information regarding Hugues' demise uh, and... As far as I know, the reward is still around. You guys, have you guys heard anything one way? Or the I haven't other? heard anything to the yeah. contrary, I, I, but I hadn't I, really tracked yeah. down the reward part. Oh, back to back to Oog. He uh, had lived in the U.S. I believe he lived in New York for a little while, then moved to San Francisco. He had been in SF for about uh, four years, and then uh, in 2007, at age 36, well, he died, and that's what we're going to talk about: is why did he die? Uh, what else did he do? He worked while he was there at a company called Leapfrog, uh, which is an educational toy and yeah, software. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Everybody knows who Leapfrog mm-hmm. is. Oh, yeah. They're around, and they're still cranking out those devices to educate your kids and all that stuff. So, yeah, they're big, actually. Uh, and he was, uh, I guess, a sound engineer. Yeah. Yeah. And so, sounds like a good job. One of those high-paying Bay Area jobs. So oh, yeah. be one of the one percenters. Was that in, that was during the, the was that during the tech bubble? Uh, no, the tech bubble was a little earlier. That was late nineties. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I just, yeah. every time I think of that kind of general area, I'm like, it, was it in the bubble or not? But th- it was still yeah. going to be a, a, yeah. a good paying job. Well, you know, it, you know, it might turn out that it is, it is in the bubble, just the second bubble. <laughs> we'll find out. We're the, in quick. the 17th yeah. year of the bubble. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible. It's, uh, the world is a bubble. Yeah. Well, there's bubbles all around us. Uh, but anyway, back to our mystery, uh, Oog also had a long-term girlfriend for about four years. Her name was Melissa Nix. And if you've read any of the websites or news specials about this show, you've heard of her. Uh, They had unfortunately broken up by the time our mystery occurred, and he was dating around, uh, apparently dating quite a lot. He was a ladies' man. Apparently, yeah, that French accent didn't hurt, right? No. Yeah, not no. A, no. He was also an attractive young man. Uh, no, not a bad-looking guy. He's got the heavy eyebrows, and that's one of the things that, you know, chicks dig is heavy eyebrows on a guy that says testosterone <laughs> or something. I don't okay. know why. Yeah, but they do like that. And he had really heavy eyebrows. He was French. Yeah, oh, was that it? Okay. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was also, besides meeting girls in bars, which apparently he was very good at, uh, he would also meet them online. And in fact, on the on the date of his death, he had a first date with somebody they met online. So, I think we got our well. We don't know he was murdered, do we? I was gonna say I was gonna name her as a killer, but I guess I can't quite do that yet. No. no. Yeah. And I guess that actually was the day before his death, because technically he died in the wee hours of June second, night two thousand seven. Mm. But the date was on in the evening, Friday, June first. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to one of Hoog's friends. Uh, he was out to get as much you-know-what as he possibly could, and he didn't really care where he got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not discriminating, and he wasn't worried, really worried about if somebody had a boyfriend or a husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. didn't care. And, of course, that could be said for a lot of guys. True. Probably most guys, really. Well, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> so if I'm they not, have the means, so, they'll, they'll do it. Yeah, I'm not dissing Oog by any means, so don't, take, don't get me wrong here. But, yeah. Yeah. But he kind of had a one-track mind. He was looking for lots of you-know-what. But to repeat, he did have a first date with somebody that he had met online. That was on Friday evening. 
And I don't know if he cut the date short, uh, but he wound up meeting with friends later on. Well, he had said the date, he told his friends that the date didn't go so well. Yeah, I did, yeah. And so maybe he just sort of like made an excuse and got out of there and went and met, met his friends to go drinking instead. Or maybe she did the same, or maybe she said, it was nice to meet you, I have to go. I mean, yeah. there's a thousand ways. I was going to say, yeah. in my brain, when he said it didn't go well, it's because he wasn't like in her bed. He Get was out lucky, getting yeah. drinks with his friends, mm-hmm. maybe, right? Maybe that's what he meant too. I, I don't mean, know. It could have been. Or it could have been she just sat there staring at his abdomen and she was fingering this really big knife, but... Well, no, don't, don't, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But uh, what, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. He didn't get any you-know-what. So, so he's meeting with his friends at this place called Underground SF, which is on Haight Street in San Francisco, not far from his apartment. Haight Street is spelled, for those of you who don't know, H-A-I-G-H-T. It's not H-A-T-E. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and, is that uh, an angry street? Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, it was about uh, six blocks from his apartment, I think. And that, it, that would explain why they met there. It's just con- very convenient for very, him. Yeah. yeah, very handy for him. Yeah, totally. And uh, apparently they were gonna they celebrated Oog's promotion at work. He'd gotten a promotion, making more money or something. While he was there, of course, he told his friend Neil Zarama that the date had not gone well. It's so weird Yeah. to me. I guess, I don't know. Uh, it's just weird to me that you would plan a date and then plan a party with your friends like a couple hours later it's a friday Uh afternoon it could have been as simple as a meet for happy hour drinks quote-unquote date first date i've done this where it's like hey do you want to grab a happy hour drink or a cup of coffee because the great thing about having a first date in that situation is you're just having a drink so you're not tied to wait for a meal or anything like that. Yeah. And being happy hour, it's cheap. So if the whole thing sucks, you're out five bucks. Yeah. And boom, done, yeah. gone. Totally. I guess yeah. I, in my mind, he was after one thing. And that one thing doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a short endeavor. But Well, he, but, probably, he probably told her at the, at the outset, he probably said, look, you know, let's get together. Let's have a few drinks. But I've got to meet my friends later. Yeah, maybe. for drinks, and, and the other, and, thing and is, then he was all set to probably probably ditch his friends and go home with her if that occurred. That's right? fair, yeah. Or, or you know, let's let's make a night of it, and you want to come? It's going good. You want to come with me? Yeah. I've had I've had situations like that. Where it's like, listen, I got to go to this thing. You want to come along? Mm. Cool. Let's keep going. I mean, there's, there's with all whole... of your girlfriends yeah. that you have currently. Yeah. On top of your wife. Yeah. Yeah. They're not on top of my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but anyway, that that didn't wind up happening, so he was drinking with the buds, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't seem that the bad date really crushed Oog's spirits, because uh, I think he was playing the numbers, yeah. and lots yeah. of fish in the sea and all that. Yeah. He probably already had somebody else lined up for Saturday night, mm-hmm. and by the way, she's probably still wondering why he never showed up. <laughs> and uh, it's so it's worth noting that it, it wasn't as though he came and was really despondent and like upset that no, this date hadn't no. gone well. It, he it, just said, it didn't go well, let's get on with yeah. our night. No, he was actually, right? according to his friends, in a very good mood. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I feel like that's important to set up the rest of the night. Oh, yeah, That yeah. we make sure that every, it's very clear that yeah, he, he not, was in a good mood. Not mopey, not depressed, and he certainly didn't say anything about fearing for his life or they're out to get me or you know if, if i wind up dead you, you know it's gonna be because or i'm yeah, really or, sad or ranting so about alone. lizard people anything yeah. like that yeah. yeah the octopus yeah i mean of course there is this one theory which is that actually things seem to be really going well for him he'd been promoted he was doing well financially mm-hmm. uh living in san francisco yeah. you know which is a nice a cool town it is getting lots and lots of you know what mm-hmm. and uh 
he might have decided that, you know, it's not going to get any better than this. It's only downhill from here, so I might as well go out on a high note and mm. commit suicide. Yeah, I don't know of anybody that, that actually that. does that. No, so I don't, I don't I think either. <laughs> we can not include that no. when theories come up. I would okay. agree with that. So Oog uh, left his friends and left Underground SF about 1.45 a.m. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning in the wee hours. And he told Niels Arama, his friend and coworker, that he'd, he'd get together with them the next day to ride motorcycles together. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently that never happened, unfortunately. Yeah, apparently Neil called him multiple times. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday both. And yeah. Like, yeah, like leaving him angry messages mm-hmm. saying, where are you at, loser, or something yeah. like yeah. that. And yeah, he had no idea, of course. I wonder why he never called him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm. We'll find out. Yeah, as our mystery progresses here. The usual eyewitness reports, Oog was reportedly seen by somebody at the intersection of, of Hate and Webster about 2.15 a.m. That seems like a weird timeline, doesn't it? A little bit, a little bit. Because he was only like six blocks from his house? Yeah, and he left his friends at 1.45. Yeah. And so it is it is kind of hard to say. I mean, maybe he actually bumped into some people on his way towards the front door and bumped into some more people outside. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Or he maybe, could have swung by the bathroom on the way out. Or maybe his friends, like, you know, somebody misread the clock. You know, I mean, if they were all drinking, it's pretty mm-hmm. it's pretty unreliable sources of, yeah, of exactly what time uh-huh. it was. Well, yeah. we also don't know how the person who saw him was keeping time. I mean, right. a fast watch or a fast clock, or, or they may have based it on. They may have said they called closing time, and I was outside, and five minutes later I saw Oog, so it must have been after two. Not understanding that bar time is always fifteen minutes faster. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a, again, a so, thousand ways that could have gone wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they totally are. And and then he was caught uh yeah, so the distance from the front door of the club and the intersection of Hayton Webster is about hundred and fifty feet. Yeah. So So yeah, that's not too far. So no. I think somebody's time was a little bit off there. Mm-hmm. Uh but he was also spotted on a security camera near his apartment at two oh six AM. Although Supposedly. this idea is a little bit suspect. It's not a clear yeah, one of these days, security cameras are actually going to discover that thing called high resolution. <laughs> they're not there yet, but uh, one of these days, they're well, all it was some of them are, but it's it really hard. dark. Yeah, I mean, it you've seen the, the image. Yeah, and they had to adjust the image to to see the silhouette that they believe is Oog. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, it's nice to have that timeline for the murder. It, it does help tie things together. Yeah, I mean, if what you were saying is right, and somebody was all was like 15 minutes off in their time, and they saw him at 2 a.m. I could see him getting back to his apartment about 2.06 or so. Yeah. It's not very far. No. Yeah, no. not at all. So he easily could have made it back in that time. But he did, long story short, make it home. Uh, it appears that he actually got home, uh, ate a little food because there was a plate that had some rice and peas on it on mm-hmm. his kitchen counter. Yeah. So he ate a little bit. It also appears... A little post-bar food. Yeah. Absorbed the booze. Exactly. And he sorry, also... What was he absorbing the booze with? Uh, rice peas. and peas. Rice and peas. Okay, sure. Yeah. Why uh, not? Not what I would choose. No, me neither, but hey. Greasy bacon or something Well, that's like that. why we're not French, probably. I usually use, like, more booze to absorb the booze. That yeah, really works too. well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. And then sleep. Well, sleep absorbs the booze pretty well. Sleep's a good way. Yeah. yeah. So, but whatever. Okay, so he ate. Okay, so he had some food. Bit. Had a little food. Surfed some websites for maybe approximately half an hour. Uh, I guess more we dating those. websites? I, I think mostly dating websites, yeah. So okay. he was, yeah, he had, like I said, kind of a one-track mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, some things happened, and not in any particular order, but he was stabbed three times. He went outside to the sidewalk in front of his apartment building. He came back inside, locked the deadbolt to his front door, staggered around the apartment until he bled to death. And it looks like from the blood trail, he, like, staggered kind of into the kitchen, 
like through the hallway into the kitchen and then back out into the living room and eventually fell down and, and it died. wasn't a coherent path not really no not at all uh but you know i'd never been stabbed three times so hey no i mean yeah i don't think it's possible to have a coherent path when you're stabbed three times like that but yeah, yeah. anyway but he uh um he walked past his cell phone at least once uh didn't pick it up to call 911 there were no bloody fingerprints on the cell phone um and he didn't yell for help uh there were sort of signs of a struggle like his tv and some other stuff was knocked over but uh you know, so maybe he was in a, a, a fight to the death with somebody in his apartment, or maybe he was just staggering around and knocking stuff over randomly, too. Hard to say. So yeah. I know you're going to describe the wound shortly, but yeah. based on the amount of blood loss, I mean, if you, if, when you go and people are going to go look for the crime scene photos, and they're, they're out there, yeah. and there is literally blood everywhere yeah. mm-hmm. on the walls on the floor on the tables i mean the place is coated in oog's blood oh yeah well he had uh three had stab a, wounds with it, a major especially... at least one major major wound that was gushing oh yeah and that so, one major wound would have been enough to exsanguinate and exsanguinate him uh, uh-huh. in about a minute right so you know? i mean that's quick yeah that's a lot of gushing blood so that's so i just want to say is that you know when we talk about this is, is there's literally blood everywhere and there's like handprints on the wall where you can see him kind of falling and sliding and uh-huh. that's why it looks so incoherent incoherent because there is so much spray going on mm-hmm. kind of hard to do a real blood spatter analysis there really like, is. Yeah, yeah kind of an embarrassment of riches there but as i said before those things also did not happen in that order he was stabbed yes he did go out to the sidewalk yes we don't know which happened first although i have an idea myself personally i do but, too you know yeah. but but let's just say for the sake of saying that we don't know 100 percent for sure here uh time of death was placed by the medical examiner between 2 and 4 a.m but some neighbors heard a ruckus about 2.38 a.m., which included, I think, a door slamming and some, somebody running down some stairs and a body falling over. There Around, was, I think there was one or two door slams that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a, uh, and so there was a big thud. And that was around 2.38. Uh, and so that's what I'm guessing. The, the, Everything started happening, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm guessing he died, yeah. And then the next morning, uh, one of Oog's neighbors came out to get his paper, and he saw there was blood on the stoop outside the apartment building. And this apartment building, you can find it, it's at 462 Linden Street, San Francisco, on Street View. You can see it. Mm-hmm. It's a modest little wooden building. It's yeah, it's got cute. like four apartments. Yeah. Yeah. Four apartments. It's got, it's got a porch on it with like, what, four or five steps up from the sidewalk. There's two, two separate uh, stone entrances but yes yeah and then there's uh and then there's like three doorways three mm-hmm. doors in there and in, in the front of it and so like a shared kind of porch thing there and uh yeah so i assume that's where the blood all was Apparently, it was it was it was on the concrete and the sidewalk too i believe so the the stuff that is on the sidewalk looks like it is splattered over most of the blood is on the first is on the landing and then the first and the second step. Mm. It doesn't really go down beyond that. I guess I disagree with that, but... That's the way it looks, at least in the photos I saw. But there's, mm. I mean, there's blood all over it the It just joint. looks yeah. like drops to me on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, a couple drops, a couple drops. Not a lot of, of the, the steps. I'm, yeah. When I say not yeah. on the sidewalk, I mean not on actual street level sidewalk. There mm. is. Yeah, there's drips there. Okay. There were, there were drips. They're just There's like a couple drips and then like a couple more drips and then the stairs. And, and that's when he really started area. gushing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I have this this report here from uh, Michael Ferenc. Uh, I think is how his name is pronounced. He's a forensic a forensic forensic pathologist. Forensic pathologist. <laughs> <laughs> 
who uh, a couple of years after the murder, about a year and a half, I guess, uh, reviewed uh, reviewed all the evidence, including all the crime scene photos, the blood spatter evidence. Mm -hmm. And he said, quote, the bloodshed evidence begins on the front doorsteps and sidewalk. So that was unquote. That's uh, so yeah, there was some. I, I don't okay. think there was a lot on the yeah. sidewalk, but okay. there was there was some blood spatter on the yeah, sidewalk. It's, it's not a big deal. No, it's not. And and uh, I probably and, made a bigger deal than it should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. That's, okay. <laughs> that's all right. That that gives us more time. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, we were, we were with the back to the neighbor. He he came out to get his paper, saw the blood. He calls the cops. The cops get there at eight twenty a.m. Uh, they immediately deduce that something had happened. And they put up some yellow tape. And so, yeah. And, yeah. So, and that's about the best thing they did in this case. Yeah, so far. Yeah, they yeah. haven't uh, distinguished themselves terribly, of no. course. No. Uh, no. But. Uh, so let's talk about his wounds. Yeah, let's talk about the wounds. So there were three of them, mm -hmm. as you guys probably know. And uh, I guess it's, it's hard to say. I've always assumed that it was like, it was a straight thrust to the abdomen and then a downward stab to the chest. Mm -hmm. And then another downward stab at the base of the neck on the left side in the front. So right. basically it went sort of into where the neck joins the, the abdomen. Just above your collarbone, kind of? And kind of behind the collarbone. And that was, and I'd, I've always assumed that it started with the, the, you know, down and then up. And then the coup de gras was in the neck. But I guess that's not entirely cast in stone. I mean, it could have been in any order. I, you know, the, the description that I saw that made the most sense was that it, it did. It was his stomach was first. He would automatically bend over, uh -huh. at which point somebody could stab forward again and cut him in the chest and then stab forward again and hit him in the neck while he's bent over from the waist. Because, you know, your automatic reaction when something hits you in your gut is to grab your gut and bend over. Uh -huh. that's good so that, that's why I presumed right. after I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes the most sense as to what order these could have happened in. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Another, th another thing I thought is that, is that uh, maybe somebody stabbed directly. And then and then shifted the knife in their hand and it stabbed downward. See, that seems you know. awkward to me. Yeah, and so, but but uh, anyway, however they did it, they managed to stick him really good. And that last one, uh, Devin's making stabbing no I am. here. This is yeah. one of those stories where there's going to be a it. lot of yeah. gesticulation happening. Sorry, I was just thinking like you could do like down, down, and then like like back around, like standing. Yeah, like I, they do in the movies. This I'm, wand I'm, I'm here, handing right? her a, a magic yeah. wand, a so, Harry Potter wand. I am not down. standing in front of you. <laughs> that looks and then sharp. down, and then like turn around and like. And then but that that would require him to not move. Yeah. So what you just demonstrated, what you just described, would so require him. So you think him it's like stab forward, and then stab, he bends over, and then stab, stab, stab. That's good aim. I Not necessarily. If it's a double-edged knife and the guy bends over and you just you just give him two quick punches forward, you're just gonna hit him where you hit him, and one of them's the lucky shot. I guess I'm uh -huh. willing to say it's like it's mm. like a quick stab to the gut, and while he's going down, you like catch him in the chest, and then you catch him in yes, the neck as he's. That's what I'm saying. I see. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna keep stabbing with this wand. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful wand, wand, actually. Nice wand. Yeah, yeah. that's from our, our listener Dylan. Thanks, yeah. Dylan. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> the um, using it as a good prop. Yeah. Actually, I now I'm, have to sit <laughs> farther away. <laughs> Actually, I think she's holding it for self-defense. It's got a pointy end on it. Yeah. She's ready to stab it. Why has she filed it down to a sharp point? <laughs> I want to know. She's, she's, Why is there a razor so blade embedded in it? She painted this stuff on it, too. This little, bar, this yeah. little bottle with okay, a big but C so, on it. So, so, okay, so there... Uh, so there, so there are a couple different ways these wounds could have happened. Yeah, it could yeah. Have. I, I, I like the idea, and I, I tend to think that the, the neck wound happened last because that was the gusher. Uh, I think that if that had been the first one, 
then there would have been more blood on the ground where the stabbing occurred or wherever it occurred. And then there would, there would have probably gotten a set of footprints from the killer. Mm. There were no footprints from anybody other than Oog. Well, they were the only footprints at the crime there's scene. There's another reason that that could be, but let's keep talking about how... Yeah. So, so it could have been stabbed, as Steve was saying, one grip, one, two, three, gut, chest, neck. Or, 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 or one grip, stab, and then shift grip, so reverse the knife in your hand and then uh-huh, stab, stab downward and stab. twice. Uh-huh. Or... Yeah. Or it could have been two people okay. with knives. Could have been two people. Yeah, could have been, actually. Or there's one more theory, right? Is that... Uh, it could, could have been, it could have been a, a right-handed guy stabbing himself and committing suicide. Yeah. And it's yeah. been said by, yeah, I think, the medical examiner in this case that his wounds are not inconsistent with self-inflicted wounds. I mean, it's it would be, tough. It, it would be, be tough. really hard. That would be really painful. Yeah, it's it's kind of, especially when you think about uh, committing harikiri, you know, it's like you, you think of the idea of stabbing in your abdomen and, like, you know, pushing up and gutting yourself kind of, but reaching up and stabbing yourself kind of in the neck, that's kind of problematical for me. The whole the whole thing of doing it yourself is really, really difficult to me. Uh-huh. People so, have done it. Okay. Oh, look out. Steve's got the wand. Okay, so... Uh, but anyway, that's those are the, the various series. I mean, you know, so one one attacker, two attackers, no attackers. Okay. That's where we're at here. I think probably one. But, so, you know, knife. Yeah, with knife. The knife. Well, the knife. The, of course, the knife was never found. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's not the big t- twist of this story or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah, duh. The, yeah, although the police did note that they found some knives uh, in Oog's kitchen that, that could have... that could conceivably have made those wounds. Well, I mean, realistically, who doesn't have a knife in their kitchen who could have made those wounds? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, anybody who has a set of knives yeah. has knives that could have made And these. those knives were clean. Yeah, they were yeah, all the clean. Knives, yeah, the knives, yeah. So Oog stabbed himself three times and then put the knives, cleaned the knives and put them away. While gushing while, blood. Yeah, yeah while, while spurting blood. blood. Yeah, exactly. And cleaned them sufficiently so that they had no blood evidence on them, right? So that yeah, means, yeah, like, they, bleached them. They did them. check them for blood, yeah, and they found Not, none. It's not just, like, a casual scrub down with a with the whatever sponge <laughs> that has a little, like, yeah, dish your, soap on it still. No, no. Nah. Right? Because that's not going to get all the blood off of it. <laughs> oh, no, you have to, like, seriously be thorough yeah. about it. Yeah. So yeah. The, I think it's fair to say that the knife was not found at the scene. I I would think it's fair to say that I as well. I think that'd be fair to say, yeah. yeah. Another twist is the doors were locked from the inside, which is why some people have called this story a locked door mystery. A locked room mystery, a yeah. A locked room mm-hmm. mystery. Excuse me, I, I got that wrong, sorry. But uh, uh, yeah, and the blood spatter, by the way, is unusual, according to police, because there is that trail from the sidewalk up the stairs to the apartment door, which would be consistent with Ood getting stabbed outside or getting stabbed inside the apartment and then going outside and then coming back inside. Which maybe I... going outside to get rid of the knife. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm, because... well, yeah, you're not gonna... I mean the thing is is you're not you're not the person who said that. No, I'm not. I mean you didn't make that up. You didn't I make didn't, that up. I didn't no, I didn't make yeah, that up. Which is no. the thing that is most frustrating about this. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the blood spatter evidence does not indicate there was a struggle in the apartment. Uh, and because of that, the San Francisco Police Department has ruled the cause of death unknown. They're not willing to come down firmly on one side or the other, suicide versus homicide. Didn't. Blood spatter indicate, does indicate that Oog was moving slowly and kind of wandering around the apartment. The blood spatter being like, if he'd been running, say, in, a, in the middle of a fight, then it's the, the, the blood droplets are kind of elongated. And elliptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And elliptical, whereas mm-hmm. if he's just sort of moving slowly, standing still, they're just round. So he was moving slowly, which would indicate to me that 
Well, obviously he wasn't probably in a fight. Uh, you'd think he'd be moving rapidly to get to his phone and call police or do something, but he was probably in shock and already mm-hmm. had lost a lot of blood mm-hmm. uh, and probably wasn't thinking too clearly. Mm-hmm. And he did walk past his cell phone and didn't try to call 911. So, you know, that kind of supports the suicide theory, um, along with the fact that there was nobody that we know of that would want to kill him. Uh, on the other hand, though, he was in a good mood that night. There are no previous indicators of suicidal behavior. And, of course, the knife was missing. Yeah. Although we will say, yet again, as we do every single time we talk about suicide, just because somebody's in a good mood doesn't mean that they are not suicidal, yeah. you know, under underneath it all. Yeah. But I, but I agree that it, it doesn't seem like... It's not normal. It's not standard suicide procedure, which I know there isn't actually that thing, but there are a lot of things that he did that I, I don't know that... Mm. They just don't line up. They don't. They don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, we'll talk about the suicide theory a little bit more. And actually, um, I guess that, I guess theories are coming up here. So, but before we go into those juicy, juicy theories, let's take a quick break. We run together in the rain to a cold, tiled room just to find that it's totally empty and deserted. Before running back to your vehicle that brought us there. We do this for days and days. Eventually, you get frustrated and you just leave me on the seat of your car in the heat and the sun and the cold of night. I watch you put other, more important things on top of me. I'm more fragile than you might think. Sure, when I'm new, I look really pristine and sturdy, but it doesn't take very much for my corners to become folded and shabby, my edges to fray quickly and fold easily. I carry your things from here to there, and while I'm designed to do just that, you ask me to do more. You ask me to hold your things for so much longer. Someday, maybe, you'll use me as transportation device instead of a storage device. Your mother would really love this birthday card, even though it's a month late. The problem is, you just can't find the time to buy stamps. The good news is, it's really easy to buy stamps on stamps.com. Anything you can do at the post office, you can now do right from your desk with stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, stamps.com never closes, so you can get postage whenever you need it, 24-7. I've used it. I've loved it. It's super fast and easy. Right now, if you use the code THINKING for this special offer, you can get a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. So don't wait. Go to stamps.com before anything else. You can click on that little radio microphone at the top and type in THINKING. That's stamps.com with the code THINKING. Because, let's face it, you should let your letters experience the excitement of postal handling instead of the drudgery of just sitting on your dashboard. And we're back. Hey, I found that sandwich from last week that when we took last week's break. Oh, Thanks really? for saving that. Oh, yeah, it sort of fell great. down between the cushions and the couch, but yeah, it's still there. The Sweet. couch preserves everything. Preserves coins, sandwiches, um, cat litter. Well, our theory has fallen to two, two subsets here. There's suicide and there's murder. So okay. let's deal with suicide. Let's deal with suicide first, because that's the easiest. Yeah, yeah. We, let's let's get that out of the way. Uh, this is a kind of a locked room mystery. Uh, so because of that, the police sort of think that it's possible that Oog's death was a suicide. And again, they they they've gotten a lot of grief over this. Although technically speaking, they haven't come down all the way on the side of suicide. They just said they think maybe. I thought originally they did say suicide and then an independent investigation was like reopened and there was pressure from the outside. Yeah, the French opened an investigation and they were like, um, Uh, no, you can't say this is a suicide. And so the San Francisco police were like, okay, fine. It's 
It's open. Yeah. It's an open case. Yeah, no, it was reinvestigated not just by the French, but also I think they they asked the LAPD to conduct yeah. an investigation uh-huh. into it. I think also maybe the Marin County PD, the yeah. County Sheriff's, or somebody. There's been so, a lot of outside investigations. Yeah. So basically, it's my understanding what happened is San Francisco was like it was suicide, obviously, and then like five other organizations said no. <laughs> if you, if yeah. you watch the interview with the woman who makes the the declaration of the cause of death is is. Uh, what are the? Did they actually call it suicide? I think they eventually called it what um, unknown or something. Yeah, it was unknown. I it think. was unknown. But she went to weird lengths. To, well, you can't. You, you don't have anything to prove that it's murder. So I'm saying it's unknown. And to me, the most unlikely unknown is suicide. Like it was really weird. And that's what everybody got so yeah. up in arms about was the fact that the SFPD could have just said well we said it's unknown we don't know how but somebody staked a flag in the ground and they all rallied around it yeah. and that's what really yeah. blew up in their faces yeah, yeah it kind of did although i know where to go to commit murder now <laughs> san francisco because you don't even have to work that hard to make it look like suicide yeah apparently no but let's see what was the evidence for okay the, the the front door was dead bolted from the inside back door was locked although i've heard that it wasn't dead bolted yeah i heard it was a push lock yeah. Like the handle? Yeah, the kind of you push, oh, the push, the, button? You push the button in uh-huh. and you pull it shut behind you. Yeah. And all that or, stuff. you know, you twist the lock and pull it shut behind yeah. you. Either way, yeah. a knob. Yeah, lock. a knob. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about it is so that the killer could have exited that way, but that that back door just leads to a tiny enclosed courtyard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you looked at the aerials of, of the building and mm-hmm. the surrounding buildings and everything. I don't remember. There's no way to get from that teeny courtyard uh, to the street, except it looks like you can exit like through the basement of the apartment building. And there's a there's a basement door that comes out on Linden Street. So maybe if you're in that courtyard, you have a key. Well, I guess you can get out that way. Really, you don't need a key. I mean, you guys have lived in apartments, yeah, right? You've lived in apartment while. communities like this. It's June, right? Yeah. In San Francisco, it's not cold. Mm. Somebody's doing their laundry. Props the door open. Maybe it's propped open. I mean. It, it's um, not beyond the realm of possibility that that little basement door could be propped open. It would be a crazy stroke of luck for said murderer. I wouldn't count on have, it if I was a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. To have that door propped open. I, I yeah. was, was going to say, in an apartment with locked doors, and in a community that has so many homeless wandering around, that's the reason that people have all those locked doors. That's why everything is the... You have keys. Yeah, but we're because, talking a back door from an enclosed courtyard, right? But that's... I, the last the couple of apartments ago that I was in, there was an ex, there was an external door that went out the back of the building, but that thing also had an automatic lock, and I always used to make me so mad. I thought this is so dumb. Like was there's going to be nobody here until the day I found a homeless guy back there. And there was like mm-hmm. a it was an enclosed little area. Yeah, like, that. like literally no way in. He, no way well, out. no, this guy had hopped a fence, but I was like, nobody's ever going to do that. This fence. I mean, it was. It looked it's really enclosed. Really, it's, yeah, it's not actually surrounded by a fence. It's surrounded by buildings. Yeah, I'm talking but about even, the, ex, the external door that had to have the key that you were talking about. No, no, no. That's in. what we're talking oh, yeah. about, right? I, I, yeah, the no, door yeah, comes from door that comes from that little that little courtyard. I would think that 
you don't really need to worry about people wandering it off the street that will get into your basement, but I would worry about people from the other buildings mm-hmm. who have egress into that tiny courtyard too, possibly. I'd, yeah. so I would keep it mostly locked. I'm sure oh, people yeah. left it open at least yeah. sometimes. So, I mean, it's, it's for me, it's not beyond the realm of possibility, but again, that would that would be a crazy stroke of luck it really for, would that, be. for that person. It really would be. So if somebody did stab him to death inside there, well, and then how did they leave and deadbolt the door? Well, okay. It's a locked court, courtyard mystery. Yeah, a yeah. locked courtyard. So what? But what happened on the knife? Did did you clean the knife and put it away? That sounds about impossible. And again, we we have to reinforce that it wasn't just a cursory scrub down. No, with no. The, you mean it would have had to have been a an intense cleaning while oh, gushing yeah. blood out of what is almost your jugular. I yeah, mean, it's like when, I, when I've got <laughs> one minute to live, I know I'm going to spend it cleaning. Yeah. yeah well, definitely. SFPD said the reason he went outside was to dispose of the knife. Well, that's possible. Another, th- another theory is that he threw the knife out a window. Um, but well, like... But he, was, he was on the first floor. <laughs> yeah. But here's the one thing I was going to say. And he's brought it up against other buildings, I know. But, yeah. okay, but I lo- when I looked at the street view, so I looked and there's, there's a tree there and there's a pot on the ground. I was like, well, they would have searched the pot to see if the knife was in the pot. Mm-hmm. But what I did notice is that the front face of his building, the one that as you're looking at it directly, directly to the right, it's bumped out about two feet farther into uh-huh. the sidewalk. Yeah. And it's only a one and a half story building. So theoretically, somebody standing on Oog's patio could turn and if they had really good aim, chuck the knife up onto that flat roof of that building next door. But that, again, is yeah. just, that's such a leap. Especially if... For him to do while bleeding yeah. so much and not have, you know, I mean, if he's if he's got blood coming out of his neck and he, he hauls back to throw the knife, I would expect it to be like a rainbird of blood on the side of his house. That would just, make some interesting psh- blood spatter yeah, analysis yeah. there, wouldn't it? Yeah. And again, we, and as we were kind of talking about, like, these are, these are wounds that are going to bleed out fast mm-hmm. very fast yeah and actually from the the, the michael ferenc's analysis that i read a, a sentence of before he talks about the bus the blood spatter and he said that uh, it appears to him that the blood spatter is just one track in other words if he'd gone outside disposed of the knife gone back inside then there would have been a track out should track have been back. twice as much blood yeah yes. there would have been two trails of blood there was only one which indicates not that he came out and went back in but then instead that he was stabbed outside and went in and then went inside. Yeah. So maybe he committed suicide outside. He stabbed himself repeatedly with a knife and then threw the knife away and then went inside, deadbolted the door and expired. Okay. That's Yeah. I mean <laughs> As as I I will just say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's a little silly. It's super dumb. Um <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would. I don't know if it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've heard some pretty dumb things. It's, it's one of the dumbest. <laughs> I would say there, it's, it's top twenty-five dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, it's out okay, there. top fifty maybe. Yeah, I know. So it's not. It doesn't really pass the smell test with me either. I don't know. I mean, you know, theoretically, if he stabbed himself in front of his apartment building, ran inside, threw the knife away, and ran inside, and if the police didn't search the immediate area which you would kind of expect them to do, They right? said they did. Yeah, and they said they did. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. Also, there was no suicide note, although it's not yeah, absolutely... it's not a requirement. It's not really required. I mean, there usually is, but yeah, it's not required. Well, so here's one. Yeah. It's really rare, I think, I'm pretty sure, 
it's super rare for somebody who's about to commit suicide to make themselves a meal, mm-hmm. particularly one of rice and peas. I, yeah, I don't know if he was a vegan or not or whatever. I mean, if it was going to be my last meal, it'd be something better than that. Yeah, yeah. and you would probably finish it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things that I saw while we were doing the research is like a number of people brought up and they said, it's really hard for me to believe it's a suicide because he, I mean, he made himself a meal. Mm-hmm. He ate and then stabbed himself. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? I, that's a good question. Why, uh, why go surfing a dating site? You know, the whole, the whole idea behind surfing dating sites is uh, there's no... To make po- future plans. That, yeah, there's to no... To hook up with somebody, There's yes. absolutely no point in wasting that time, yeah. you know, if you're going to kill yourself. And, of course, his family and friends don't like the suicide theory, but as you guys probably are aware. Mm-hmm. Raised enough of a stink, of course, that we talked about the French investigation, the LAPD investigation. And the French, like, uh, they issued, like, a 2,000-page report, I think. It was, like... It was massive. It was massive, mm-hmm. and uh, they were, like, pretty unequivocal that, yes, it was murder. Uh, and they did find one interesting piece of evidence that, that the SFPD somehow missed, I guess, was that... Hoog's watch was, was, I guess, torn off his wrist and laying under his body when they found it. Yeah. When they found some a set of DNA on it that did not belong to him, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I, yeah, I uh, don't actually think that's as, as necessarily damning as a lot of well, people no, make it, it out be to be because Hoog was out things. at the bar. Yeah. He was probably, you know, pl- you you have contact with people, and what? how much DNA was it? Was it just a, a little spot of it? Was it smeared in slobber, I, and that's how they got it? Like. I I have it's no really... idea how, how, and that's, that's the whole thing is, yeah, I mean, you can get DNA from all kinds of places. I guess for me in the end, though, it's the fact that his watch was off of him under his body. Mm-hmm. It's less, I mean, yes, the DNA is interesting. It should have presented the San Francisco Police Department with a reasonable doubt mm-hmm. to not think that it was suicide. But the fact that it was not even on him anymore, mm-hmm. but it was under his body is like, why would that not send up a red flag for you? Yeah, I could I could see something like, you know, raising your arm is in a defensive way to ward off blows and maybe the uh, the watch gets damaged. Maybe you get some of these DNA on it, but at the very least gets damaged and sort of mm-hmm. at least partially torn off. Right. That kind of thing. It's, but but I, I can, okay, I am i can't believe I'm going to kind of step up and defend the SFPD a teeny bit here and say that it is just as likely that the watch was broken prior to that and he had set it down and in his stumbling, flailing through his apartment, he knocked it off because his apartment was in shambles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. knocks it off of something, it falls on the ground, and then he, to to make the mystery deeper, intentionally falls upon it. Or okay, that part is, is me being a jerk, but he may literally have knocked it on the ground and then fallen on it, and it just happened to be that, again, they're like, well, obviously these two things were originally together when we don't really know that. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. I could, I could picture it being like sitting on the edge of a shelf, and he's stumbling around, and he goes to grab the edge of the shelf, and he grabs the watch. To catch himself. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? It's really hard. The, the watch is not... The overall, watch doesn't the, really this, prove the, much of overall, anything. Overall, I think we're all in agreement that, you know, the, the suicide thing is just... The suicide thing doesn't really fly. Uh, no. Yeah. So that leaves murder... Uh, I don't know. I like murder better than suicide. What yeah, me think? too. You like murder? Way okay. more. Yeah. I Way always more. live through the murder. Yeah. It's it's fun stuff. Uh, well, they, they indicate, uh, as, as I think I said, the crime scene evidence kind of indicates the stabbing took place outside the yeah. apartment. Yeah. And he, yeah. Oog, went inside to get away from his attacker. Yeah. And I, I can't say it's too bad he didn't call 911, but I don't think it would have made a difference, frankly, as fast as he was bleeding. 
Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, it was No, yeah, I'm afraid was, that he didn't have enough time. No, he mm-hmm. was doomed, unfortunately. Uh, poor guy. But So the question, if, if it is murder, what was the motivation? Who killed him and why? Uh, all of his friends say that Oog had no enemies who would want to kill him. But obviously that's not quite true. Yeah. Right? Well, let's go through some theories about possible motivations. Okay, first off, robbery murder. What do you guys think about that one? So flesh that out for me. What? Do, let me well, let me hear what you think robbery murder means uh, for this case. Yeah, somebody goes to rob him, and you know maybe he puts up a little bit of a fight, and he gets stabbed, and the attacker runs away. The problem, one of the problems I have with this, of course, is that you know whoever it was, the robber didn't take his wallet or money or anything or his mm-hmm. keys. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the robber would have to have come up to his door and knocked on his door at 2.30 or 2.40 in the morning. Exactly. And deciding that I'm going to rob the person that lives in this house. Yeah, that's the problem with robbery murder is that uh, he wasn't just walking down the street. He was actually inside and he and they came outside. Yeah, they so didn't just roll him. Can yeah. you, um, f- just for um, the sake of it, can you tell me how it is that we know that he was inside and went outside? <sighs> Well, the evidence. What's better analysis is what? Yeah. I mean, they did some. No, analysis. that he was inside and came outside. We know uh, that the murder happened, or I'm we sorry. Appeared, we we appeared. think the murder probably happened outside, right? But right. how do we know that he was inside and came outside? Mm, yeah, well, the evidence is apparently because there was food on the countertop. It appeared mm-hmm. that he had you know, made himself a meal. Uh, and also. Apparently, there was evidence that he was uh, on his computer for about maybe half an hour before okay. he got murdered. I'm willing killed. to accept the computer thing, yeah. right? But I guess for me, there is a big question. And I know I said this to disprove the suicide theory, yeah, right? Yeah, the food. It but there's no way to know. I mean, yeah, he yeah. could have made it, you know, from lunch or he could have made it as a snack before he went to meet for happy hour. Somebody may have said, huh, this guy's dead. There's food. Touch it. Is it warm? If it was warm when the cops got there... Then, he would have had to have been murdered very recently because yeah, food gets real cold. cold. Oh, wait, no, they didn't come till 8.40 in yeah. the morning. Huh? Yeah, okay, it, never yeah, mind. I yeah. apologize. I well, he so also, me, he right away. He also, had, he also had some of that food in his stomach still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Undigested. So, yeah, if he'd, eaten okay. it, if he'd eaten it, like, I don't know if he went on his date and then went home and then went out to meet his buddies or if he just went straight over to so the So they don't really give a good time frame of, and the food was pretty undigested in his stomach, so he must have been murdered recently after yeah, eating that so. food? Yeah, I, okay, I think so. I think that do. was the main reason for okay, that. Okay, okay. But the computer he, history is yeah, pretty yeah, undeniable. Yeah, yeah again, I'm willing to accept that, but the food one has always been like, I don't really understand why. Yeah, no, they, they found some in his gullet. Okay. Apparently they look. Okay. That's one of the things they do. Look, they look at the inner. Yeah. Well, one would there. assume they would have also done a comprehensive search of the area for a knife. But... <laughs> well, is that too? Good point. So at this point, I'm not willing to assume anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Call me crazy. But, yeah. but okay, I agree. Crazy. I think a, a, a random robbery murder is probably not the, the no. right no. thing. No, probably not. Uh, one that's maybe a tiny bit more likely is that he came outside, maybe he heard something, interrupted a crime in progress. His, well, stabbed. his neighbor said they heard several commotions. Yeah. So maybe Oog heard the same first initial commotion, and that's what drew him outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. So did I, he have a motorcycle or a car or anything? Uh, he did have a motorcycle, yeah. And I don't know where he had it parked. Uh, Wasn't I, on the street. Presumably. Uh, I don't know where he would have put it. I mean, I guess he had it on the sidewalk in front of his apartment. Well, you can, in, in cities, even in Portland, you can rent 
you know, spots and parking lots and stuff like that mm. for long term for storage. Mm -hmm. If you that, don't want to park it on the street, so yeah, it's so, possible that yeah, it was there. Yeah, I mean, there. street parking is just so out of control and so difficult in that city that oh, that's why a lot of people, you know, rent a spot, right. you know, downtown or wherever where they keep their vehicle. Yeah, but they... with a motorcycle, it's usually easier. I guess that's why I was asking those because it sounded like that, you know, he co totally could have been somebody messing with his motorcycle and he came down and was like, what are you doing? And, and they stab, were, stab, stab. Yeah, and yeah. then ran away. And at that point, you don't steal the motorcycle because you get stuck with the motorcycle. Yeah, motorcycle wasn't in front of the house. Okay. Because if you look at the security camera, one of the things that I watched was the time progression of the security camera. And there's a big old car sitting across the street, but there's no motorcycle there that I ever saw. Yeah, so well, it could have God been knows where he had it, but close, no, couple cars knows? down. Maybe that big old car belonged to Oog too. Who knows? I don't I mean, think yeah. that did. <laughs> and not. and for just for my own sake, Oog didn't smoke or anything, right? It wasn't possible not, that he went out for a cigarette. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's a good point. Okay. I have seen. I I think I've seen pictures of him with a cigarette in his hand. Nice. For some reason, I want to say that, but I I can't. I'm not positive about it. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember. It but it, I've I mean, seen a lot of pictures. There's a website that his friends have out in the web, and you, mm -hmm. you can see it. We'll post a link to it. Actually, there's a ton of pictures of him. Of him. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, some of the pictures he's wearing a speedo. Just be warned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or fortunately for some of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he might be smoking a ciggy in one of those. Well, of course, you know, you know, you go boozing with your friends. That doesn't mean you're a regular smoker. Yeah, it's either. true. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that's possible. You just went outside to smoke a cigarette or, mm -hmm. or something like that. And, you know, and just ran into the wrong psycho boy out there and got stabbed. Or uh, girl. Yeah, it's good. Be, or yeah. there's also the possibility of random murder. But that's kind of, that kind of right, is right there with he interrupted a crime. Kind of the well, same thing. Went outside and... Somebody was in a bad mood. I guess to have a sharp knife. One thing that you I don't see on this list is um, gang murder. Uh -huh. San Francisco is pretty hotbed, especially in 2007. There's a lot of gang activity there, mm -hmm. um, and I know that there are some gangs where their initiation is you go stab someone uh -huh. and is, so is it's that not real or is that the urban legend no i think it's true now, the urban legend is the one where they drive around with their headlights off oh well i know, know that's an urban legend but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i've but... heard this and i've never i've never seen anything that definitively said yeah we have reports of this and we've confirmed this is actually it and it's not just an urban legend so that's why i'm asking because i've always presumed based on something i can't remember that that was total crap oh i've never heard that it was crap i've okay. always thought it was true but i mean it so uh, it's not on it's not impossible no. unpossible it's not impossible that it w it was a technically a random act of violence mm -hmm. but yeah connected random to selection a murder of a, you know a gang related murder of some sure. kind I'll, I'll go for that um well, again I, it doesn't explain necessarily why he was outside no, that's but, the tricky part. Yeah, I mean, somebody lured him outside or just be like, again, he went outside to smoke a cigarette or for some reason or another, and then, whoopsie, wrong Something place, Something drew wrong him time. out there, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was at, you know, there's always that thing where somebody rings your doorbell and you come out and there's a paper bag on fire just an innocent paper bag <laughs> <laughs> they're never an innocent paper bag no paper no, bags are not innocent no, no don't put the paper they bag are, out they're yeah. made evil <laughs> yeah. yeah okay uh we're gonna rule out the paper bag they didn't find any of that stuff on the porch uh another possibility is mistaken identity i like identity. this one yeah i mean not as like a real theory but i do like it well I, yeah maybe somebody saw him uh, or and thought he was 
this man. You guys know this man. Uh, hopefully you all know who this man is. You right? You've heard you had of a dream man. of this man? Yeah, exactly. Have you do you ever man? dream this man? Yes, exactly. You do a Google on it, just this man, and you'll see a picture. And then go look at that, the drawing of this man, and look at the pictures of Oog, and you, you do see a resemblance. There's yeah. some resemblance. I mean, they're but not... There's probably some resemblance between this man and me. Well, that's... Uh, I'm not to like jump ahead or burst the bubble or whatever, but that's the point of this man. Uh, and he, I mean, it was a, it was a composite sketch yeah. created by a psychology, uh, a sociologist as a psych, uh, sociology, psychological test or experiment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a whole like point of this man we've since found out, Yeah. but early days of this man, I've, I mean, I was totally wrapped up in, in the whole idea of. He was creepy. He was. The whole, it is kind of creepy. I can see super it. Super creepy. If somebody saw Oog, and let's say you've seen, you've been reading about this man, and you see Oog. So even though you might think the resemblance is not totally exact, they do bear, besides just the incredibly bushy eyebrows, they bear, they do have a few other features in common. Oog had, I mean, similar face shape. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. No, definitely kind yeah. of similar kind of hairline. I mean, yeah. I could... Totally see where somebody can say, oh, my God, it's this man in real life. Oh, my God, I must kill him. He's I mean, been haunting it. my dreams, and I'm going to get him. And he's been or, haunting everyone's dreams, not yeah, just mine, everyone's. Well, and doing society a favor. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, I mean, and we all know it was basically a hoax, but, but you know, I mean. It, yeah, it, I mean. But I don't know that it was actually actually out there by 2007. 2006 was when it was... 2006 was supposedly... When uh, it really started. When it started. So it's, it's conceivable somebody saw Oog and thought, oh my God, it's this man. It's and the they, middle of 2007 when Oog dies, so it's had yeah. plenty of time to spread around the internet. Yeah, and so this guy is like, oh my God, I'd never dreamed of this man, but now I've just seen him in real life. Now I'm, now he's going to be in my dreams, and God knows what he's going to be doing to me. Or I've, kill him. Or ah! I've dreamed of him a lot. and Or maybe there's that too. I, yeah. I, I think the whole idea that all these people were dreaming of this guy was, was the hoax part. I don't think anybody really really was i never uh, dreamed of him i mean this man is a kind of a, a mystery enigma in and of itself it's not really unsolved anymore but we could do an entire episode on it so i won't delve too far into oh, that's it good, but that would be a good devon episode it actually. would yeah, yeah. Okay, except for it's solved yeah, um, okay, um, but i mean it's not unheard of that people kill i mean there was that murder the two girls who killed that other girl because slender man told them to yeah uh-huh. you know i mean mental illness is a thing and it when is. you get wrapped up in certain internet memes i mean it's not there are a lot of problems with this theory uh-huh. certainly yeah. but it for some reason i believe it more than i believe suicide <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it's more <laughs> which i know is crazy but i believe it more than i believe suicide at this point so i don't yeah. know so let's go yeah so we'll, we'll sort of give that a maybe uh Let's see what other theories do we have. Uh, he was murdered by a psycho chick that he met online. I mean, it's possible. Always possible. Some Glenn Close type woman. Uh, uh, maybe, Fatal maybe, attraction, yeah. Maybe the one that he had met earlier that, that evening. Could and, have been one that he met earlier, a month earlier, who sure. had been tracking him and had finally decided that to show her love, she had to stab him. Or yeah. felt scorned. Yeah. Because she thought they had something special and more. And then caught him out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Caught him out. This next thing you know, stab, stab. Because stick. to her, they were in a relationship. To him, it was really one nice that stand. one time. And yeah. thank you very much. I've got to go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that happens, huh? <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does, matter of fact. Uh, 
the only the only downside of the psycho chick thing is the whole stab. The thing about stabbing somebody is um, it's not easy. Well, I mean, you got to push the knife in, and then you got to pull it back out again. Yeah, and it's not easy. It's what not I'm as easy as it looks in the yeah. movies. No. So, okay, let me ask you a question uh, because I didn't ever see this in the reading. Okay, do we know generally what they think the size and the length of this knife was? No. Okay. I never. I never. I'm sure that the ME is probably medical examiner probably was able to come up with a good estimate of Ballpark. the size. Okay, of the but knife. I, if we think about this, let's just say your average steak knife, not serrated, but just a steak knife. Uh-huh. That's a relatively thin and narrow blade. And that's not too hard versus, you know, the, the big kitchen knife you have that's like two inches long at the back and, and about a foot long. That would, I could see, being difficult to getting it in and then it wedging against body parts and bones and being harder to pull out. Oh, it's out not just a wedging in thing. Notes. Yeah. It's, right? It's, I mean, your body yeah. <laughs> collapses on in and sucks that thing in, right? Well, and that's why I was asking if it was a... Orig- originally, I was wondering about it is, do we know if it was a single or a double-sided blade? I do Because if, it's, if yeah. it's sharp on both sides, that makes it much easier because you can literally cut it back out as you pull. Yeah, and uh, sorry, Devin. I, but okay. look on your face said you didn't like I that. I did not phrase. like that. I don't know why I didn't like that. I just didn't. Yeah, I don't know, but I, it maybe wasn't a, a huge knife because it, it did go into as long. But I'm trying to trying to measure with my my fingers here the distance between my collarbone and my long. It's not, I guess it's not that far. It could have been maybe a six inch, eight inch. Yeah, knife, that's not a big like knife. It's not, not a you know, small knife either, no, though. It's big That's to not kill a you. knife. This is a knife. <laughs> it's not yeah. like a paring knife. It's not a steak knife, right? I mean, that's like a kitchen knife at least. My steak knives are about six inches long. Yeah, no. it depends on the steak knife, too. Uh, not a flimsy steak knife, I hope, because that wouldn't survive even the, probably the first or second stabbing. But Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I have steak knives that are stout enough to stab people three times, no doubt. Have you washed them in bleach? Uh, no. You should. I will. I mean, no, yeah. uh, when it's you necessary, should. I will do that. <laughs> Uh, but when? That, so that's oh, my, that's the only downside of the whole psycho chick is just I don't I think it takes more strength. But there are women out there, especially if you're a psycho, you know, as, as we all know from the movies, psychos are super strong. Mm-hmm. It, it comes right. with comes the, with a the diagnosis. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. It just mm-hmm. seems to super strength. The doctor looks at you and says, "You're psycho," and also, <laughs> "You're psycho." You don't have come super near me. strength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a superhero. Uh, well, super villain. villain. Sorry, yeah. super villain. Oh, by, oh, by the way, for all our psycho chick listeners, I apologize in advance. Please, no kill I. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was actually that was actually Steve's idea. It was, yeah. yeah it was I probably. wrote this. So script. there's one more theory. Only one more theory. And I like this one. Uh, murdered by a jealous boyfriend or husband. Yeah. This has a lot well, of traction. It really does, you know, because so let's face it. I mean, he was like, as, as his friend said, he didn't care. They had a boyfriend or a husband. He didn't care. Um, and really, that that takes care of the whole problem with with upper body strength and pulling the knife out and everything like that. Well, some of the problem. Some of the problem, actually. Well, not every guy is super strong, let's face it. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm thinking that's the best motivation. Well, I mean, yeah, I was I mean, going to say, that, that that's the person that has the motive. Yeah, I mean... You find where this a-hole it's a more, lives. It's a more common motive than being a psycho and going berserk and having a Glenn Close kind of thing where you're obsessed with somebody. Mm-hmm. But I, also, like, more than, like, random, right? It's more yeah. more likely than random. Oh yeah. The only problem I have with this is that it like a a normal dude who flies off the handle and gets mad mm-hmm. and goes stab somebody to death. 
and then never talks about it ever again and lives a totally normal life. Uh-huh. Like that is insane. That's well, crazy. You don't know that that happened. He might have I actually. Mean, he might have actually gone off and gotten thrown in jail for. That's assault, true. I mean, I guess he could have. Yeah, that know, could be that kind of guy. Somebody else, and um, but uh, you know, and and uh, this is one of the reasons criminals get caught is they're stupid and they mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. But maybe this guy was actually smart enough to just keep his friggin' mouth shut and never say a word about it to anybody. There are a lot of unsolved crimes because there are a lot of perpetrators who do that. Yeah. They do yeah. it and they tell nobody. Smart yeah. move there, huh? Yeah, alternately, yeah. right, I mean, there is the possibility he's got anger issues, right? I mean, yeah, clearly probably. has some anger issues, gets tossed in jail for assault. Probably. And, and then, you know, a couple of years later gets released because guess what? Assault ain't murder. No. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and he, and he realizes, again. oh, yeah, I should probably not tell anyone about that. Uh-huh. Smart move. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's but yeah, crazy. It just, yeah, to me, it's, it's just more common, I think. It's a, it's a better motive to me because, I mean, psych, people are nuts enough to just stab somebody because they're obsessive. They're not nearly as common as people who are willing to stab somebody because they had sex with their wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a good motive for murder. There's, there's yeah. been a lot it's of a really killing over that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a frequent one. I don't know that it's a good one, well, but it's okay. pretty frequent. That's what I mean. Yeah. I, I don't mean good as in <laughs> It's angelic. a more motivating <laughs> yeah. factor. Yeah. It's just a lot more common. And yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do we got here? So okay, we got suicide. We got he thought he was this man. We've got the jealous husband. I'm gonna go with jealous husband. What do you guys uh, think? Yeah, I mean, just for the sake of because I like it, I like that it's this man. This man, but yeah. I think yeah. I think probably jealous husband or boyfriend is seems more likely the most likely. It kind of does. Um, I, I to a degree, I kind of like the idea of the interrupted crime because that would also explain because the the neighbor says there were two or three loud bangs. Yeah. So if there's a crime going on or something's happening outside, that to me is what would draw him out mm-hmm. because he's got a peephole on the door, and if there is some angry guy banging on the door and screaming, and I go to the peephole and I'm like. Huh, that's a really angry dude. I'm not opening the door. Hey, you know, uh, it, may, it might be that Oog actually carried the murder weapon to the, to the murder scene. He might have having seen this guy out there. He might have said, well, I can't avoid this, but I'm going to grab a knife just in case. I think that and that's a pretty easy confrontation to avoid. You wait for the guy to bang on your door for five minutes, and then you call the cops. You could do that, too. You or know, like, like he didn't... Did, go it, out it, with the knife. He, he wouldn't have had to go out there, but well, I feel like he might have been curious enough but to there, see what was going on and made the interruption. There are yeah. definitely those personality types though that are like, oh yeah, okay, bring it. Uh-huh. True. I don't. I got this knife in my hand. You are on my property. I'm going to call the cops on you. Bring it. Shut up. Get out of here. Yeah, I slept with your wife. What? Oh, oops, you have that knife and you're stabbing me. This was a bad idea. This <laughs> yeah. did not go according to plan. <laughs> right? Love I mean, it. that for me to get in that mindset is not so hard. <laughs> I can see how he could have talked himself I'll up into that. that. Yeah. I agree it was dumb, but... In the end, I'm sure he regretted it. He didn't yeah. have long to regret yeah. it. Yeah, so but, that's, but, the, that's the silver lining of that. Yeah, but he might have actually taken... He might have actually gone out there with the knife to confront could this have, guy. Totally could Except that I don't know that we know that any knives were missing that anybody knows of. But then again, that's hard to track down. Nobody knows how many knives are in my house. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. You you lose knives from sets, and and actually, uh, you can buy knives individually too. Like you know, so yeah, yeah. I don't we know. have a lot in my house. Yeah. 
Hey, well, okay, another mystery solved, and sorry, Chippy, we left you out again. Uh, we'll work you in next time, I promise. Uh, but uh, time for a little housekeeping here. Uh, you probably want to know if we have a website. Well, we do have a website, finally. It's called thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. <laughs> uh, if you want to contact us and tell us how much you love us, whatever, we have a, one of those email things, too. Uh, it's called thinkingsidewayspodcast.com at gmail.com and of course uh, you can find us uh, besides our website you can find stuff out there like our episodes which you can listen to uh, and what else we've got that new list also of all we of got our the episode list on we there got our episode list makes it easy to find past episodes uh, and also uh, we're on iTunes among other places where you can uh, subscribe you can download our stuff you can rate us review us uh, pref- preferably a good review and a high rating we like those a lot better and uh, go upvote a lot of five-star reviews, too. We like that, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely do that. Uh, streaming. We are everywhere. Also, Google Play, besides everywhere. You can stream us. Uh, Google Play not included in everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Social media. Uh, we are on the Facebook, uh, where we have a group and a page. So join the group. And uh, what else do they want to do? Like the page. Oh, yeah, like the page. Okay. And then just, you know, like, like sort of, you can sort of lurk and read stuff or you can post stuff or whatever, you know, have conversations and, and stuff like that. Uh, and just tell us lurk. how much you love us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're also on Twitter where we are thinking sideways, not thinking, but thinking, no G. And we have a subreddit, thinking sideways. And what else? Uh, merchandise. You want to know where you can buy cool merch. Uh, so we're on Zazzle and Redbubble. Where we have, what, shirts, mugs, stickers. Yep, uh, a links night- for those are on the, on the website. Yeah, I think we've got a nightlight, uh, you know, but you probably will find the shirts and mugs more useful. <laughs> and that's about it, I think. Yeah. Any, yeah, anything else? No. Nope. That's all I got. Yeah. All right, I you wouldn't guys. look at the list, though. Yeah, and obviously, if you are if you are Oog's killer, you know, I know a way to make 100 grand. Just let me know, and I will split it with you, okay? <laughs> all right, till next week, guys. Toodaloo. Bye, guys. Stab, stab, stab!